So yesterday I had a fabulous day. I went to the spa with my longtime friend Erin. For those of you that actually follow me on YouTube, you might know who Erin is. No, she is not a business owner. She's not a social influencer. She has been my friend since I was two. We met in preschool. So because of that, she's like always in my blogs, <laughs> especially in some of our travel blogs. I went to Gold Coast with her. So you might recognize the name, but Erin and I went to the spa yesterday. We had a girl's day at the spa. We left my place about 12. I had a training call for my students in the morning, smashed out a bit of client work. And then I had the rest of the day off, four and a half hours almost at the spa. And it was incredible. What does this have to do with social media management and building a business? I will get there. <laughs> Trust me, this episode has a valuable point to the story. But one of the things that I love about going to a spa and why I do it so often is because it makes me feel really special. But I am definitely the type of girl who will hop around to a couple of different spas in a couple of different locations. And after yesterday's four and a half hours of bliss, Erin and I literally sat there and were like, we must do this again. Like, this is incredible. And basically the package that we got was a, a an hour-long massage and then a high tea with bubbles. And it was at the Pullman Hotel and you also got to access all of the hotel facilities. So you could use their gym, which let's be honest, we didn't use that, did we? But you could, you could use their beautiful pool, their jacuzzi, their steam room, their sauna. They also had a woman's only sauna, which was fabulous. And at the end of the day, when we were finishing up the high tea, we were like, how can we afford to do this every month? Because we quite like this lady of leisure lifestyle. Like we're hooked. And it was one of those moments where I was like, I would definitely come back to this place again. As a first time customer, I would happily revisit, like happily, please hashtag take my money <laughs> situation. And as I said, I'm someone who's hopped around to a couple of different spas. And for me, one of the things it always comes back to is the customer service. So inspired by yesterday's spa adventure, I want to take some of the, I guess, the lessons from these spa experiences and apply that to just customer service in general for us as online business owners, as social media managers. What can we learn from Ellen and Erin's trip to the spa <laughs> when it comes to delivering incredible customer service that will get you recurring customers? Because at the end of the day, although it's a completely different business to mine, they are offering a service. They are a service-based business. Their services are massages and spa treatments. My services are social media strategies, so a little bit different. But I think there's a lot we can learn from the experience. And I thought this would be a little bit of a fun episode. And I just loved my trip to the spa so much. I wanted to talk about it. I wanted to talk about it in a way that was useful to you guys. And yeah, let's get into this episode because it's going to be a fun one. Welcome to the Dishing Up Digital Podcast. I'm your host, Ellen, a former nine to five escapee turned six figure business owner. 
This is your place to learn everything there is to know about building your dream life and career as a social media manager. Whether you're just starting out and feeling lost and confused, or you want to take your current business to the next level and double your income, this is the podcast for you. Social media is such a powerful platform and it's enabled me to book out my services and smash the six-figure milestone with only 3,000 Instagram followers. So grab a cup of tea, coffee, a glass of rosé with me, and let's turn those dreams into a reality. So I've put together four key tips or four key takeaways to improve your customer service. And also I want to expand a little bit on why I think these four key things are really crucial, why I feel like the spa I went to nailed it, and why I feel like some of the other spas that I obviously haven't revisited, why that was the make or break for me. Now, number one is a customer service tip, but it's also like a business tip in terms of your offer. And if you are a regular listener of the Dishing Up Digital podcast, this will probably come as no surprise to you because I talk about it all the time, but you need to be offering packages in your business and not just plain old packages. You need packages that solve pain points. So that is my first way to improve your customer service is actually coming back to the product. What are you offering? Does it offer a solution, a transformation? Does it address something your client struggles with deeply? Because the key foundation to good customer service that has an impact on your business is actually just selling a good freaking product, right? If the product is good, then people are going to love you and they're going to think you have the best service, that you are the best business to work with. And that's what we want to hear. So before we talk about, you know, relationships, personalizing the process, all of that kind of stuff, you have to have your foundations in place. And specifically putting together a package that addresses pain points is key. So for me, going to the spa, I think most people know we go to the spa because we're stressy. We want to chill. We want to decompress. But this particular package was also for two people. So girlfriends, maybe go with your mom, your sister, your partner. And I thought that was really cool, a really cool package to put together because it's actually taking, you know, this calm experience that people crave, this quiet time, but also making it an opportunity to connect with someone that you love, you know, have a really special day together. But they didn't just stop there by offering a massage with a friend or partner. You could get the high tea, which I mentioned. (laughs) So they really put together this juicy package that from my perspective, I was like, I need to de-stress. I want to hang out with my friend. I want to have a really special afternoon that's going to help me relax, decompress, and just have some me time because I'm so busy with life and business. This is what I need. And the Pullman Hotel was like, here you go. We deliver the goods. (laughs) So when it comes to social media and you're creating your packages, think about what your client is struggling with at the moment and how could you package together a few different offers to make it entirely irresistible. A package that solves their pain points that they look at and they're like, yes, this is the answer to everything. But also it's like, 
like a nice healthy package that's going to give your business some good income rather than working off an hourly rate. If you want to hear me talk more about this, I do have an episode on the podcast called Value-Based Pricing. If you pop that into your search with Dishing Up Digital, wherever you listen to your podcast, you should be able to find that. So that is the first way to improve your customer service, the foundation. The next one I kind of already alluded to, but my next, t- my next tip for you is personalizing the process, whether this is your onboarding process, whether this is the discovery call process. And I had this conversation with my Dishing Up Digital School students this week, actually, when they wanted to know, um, these were the girls who were in my live accelerator group. So they're getting some extra one-on-one coaching with me and group coaching. And they wanted to look at my onboarding process. And in the course, I do offer a template with a nice little PDF in Canva that they can customize. It has questions and a little onboarding process for their clients. However, I don't actually use this myself. I put the template in there because people ask for it and I'll always deliver (laughs) what my students need. But for me, I have an onboarding process that's manual, that it's all done by email, that is very personalized to each business. And I like it that way. It works well. And that is the service that I'm trying to offer. I'm a boutique agency. And what I sell is lots of one-on-one time with me, a really kind of intimate process, a collaborative process, not something where you feel like you're being pushed through an automated funnel or service. When you hire me as a social media strategist, we're going to work together closely. We're going to become friends and it's going to be amazing. So I have a personalized onboarding process. And this is something that I loved at the spa, that they did so well as well. When we arrived at the hotel, you drive up and oh, I also forgot to mention in the package, you got valet parking. I have never done valet parking before, guys. Like I know some people look at my Instagram and think I'm like this bougie, fancy girl. I'm honestly not. I I don't pay for things like valet parking. So Erin and I pulled up like such absolute noobs. Like, where do we park for valet? Like, do we just park here? Are we allowed to park here? And of course, like valet parking, you can just kind of pull up and you just give them your keys. But we were all like, oh my God, how does this work? (laughs) So it was quite funny. But from the get-go, they had our name on a list at the door for the valet parking. And then you kind of walked in and they've got their name, your name at the counter and they check you all off there. And then when it came to the actual spa after we'd, or our actual massage after we'd been in the pool and the sauna and everything and wandered around for a couple of hours, they of course also knew our names, super simple, but you just felt really welcome. And then we got to choose our massage oil, which is something that for me really stands out from the other sort of spas that I've been to. They really focused at the Pullman on making it personal, really getting you to customize your massage, how you liked it. And the fact that we got seated down in our cushy little armchair and given this little row of oils and the masseuse talked through them all, talked about the benefits of each one. We got to smell them all and then we got to pick the one we wanted to choose. Now, this may not be revolutionary, guys. <laughs> You're probably listening. You know, there might be a couple who are listening like, oh, I've totally had this at a spa before, Alan. Gosh. But... For me, I hadn't had that experience at the previous bars I have been to, and it stood out compared to those other experiences where sometimes at a spa, you can feel like you're kind of shuttled in like little sheep and, you know, they kind of just want to churn through you and get on to the next customer. This was an experience that felt really personal. I got to choose what I wanted and I felt really taken care of in the process. And that is exactly how your clients should feel coming in to your social media management business. 
My next tip, tip number three on improving your customer service is about building the connection, the relationship and keeping people as ongoing customers. I think as online business owners, we get very caught up in new and shiny things. So it's exciting if you have a new inquiry come in or a potential new client knocking on your door. However, we should never neglect looking after the clients that we already have. It is much easier to sell to an existing client, either upsell them or keep them on a monthly rolling contract than it is to go out there and find an entirely new client. This is where I see a lot of social media managers make the mistake of investing their time into all of their marketing and neglecting their actual existing clients. And I've seen this happen firsthand um, and I've actually experienced it back in the day of the early days of starting my business just after I'd gone full time. I sent a cold pitch to someone and it's the last cold pitch that I've actually ever sent back in the early days of 2020. And that person ended up hiring me even though they already had a social media manager. And I think that's the prime example of if you don't look after your clients, if you don't do the job right, they're going to go find someone else, right? And I think if you're neglecting your current clients and you're too busy marketing and trying to get more and more clients and more and more money, that is when you might find yourself in trouble. And that is why customer service is so key in a business. We want to nurture that relationship. We want to be keeping in touch with our existing clients so they keep rolling on to those contracts or else we end up with a really stressful business <laughs> with people coming and going all the time. And I don't know about you guys, but personally, that's not what I want. So a couple of simple things here could be literally just keeping in touch with your client, checking in with them, being super friendly, scheduling up those check-in calls or doing those reports for them and just being super nice on email, being really open, asking if they have questions, anything on their mind, anything they've seen recently that they'd love to change up the content or even if you're jumping on a bit of a check-in call or strategy call with them, you know, having a conversation, checking in, like being just a genuine nice human and, you know, it's showing an interest in their life. You know, I, for clients that have kids, I will get on the call and be like, oh my gosh, I saw on your stories that, you know, the kiddos were sick this week. How are you managing? Like, how's everything in the house? Are you okay? Kind of thing. Or other clients, it will be like, we jump on. I'm like, how's everything going? And we might get chatting about the weather and they've had a really crazy snowstorm. And just the simple act of being a normal human and <laughs> making conversation, being friendly, that has worked wonders in my business, right? And I do think that worked wonders at the spa I went to. And some of the previous spas, I haven't been able to have a conversation with like my facialist or my masseuse. Um, thinking back to the last spa that I went to, in Wellington, which I started going to regularly, like I bought a subscription because I loved it so much. The facialist I met there was so lovely and she was always so chatty. We talked about life. We talked about playing The Sims, like the most random things. And it's not to say that everyone goes to the spa to like chat. Like I'm definitely more chatty in a facial than I am in a massage. I didn't chat to my masseuse yesterday so much, but it was like before the massage, like she chats me, she'd get to know me, you know, how's my day going? Like simple things like that to me go a long way versus someone that will come in and again, shuttle me like a little sheep into my chair to get my massage and then smile and wave me out. Like that is not what you want. That is not what's going to get a customer coming back. 
My fourth and final way to improve your customer service that I have learned from my trip to the spa is getting feedback. So I filled out my little form, which I guess was another way that they personalized the process. You know, you fill up any medical conditions, what sort of areas you'd like to focus on today, blah, blah, blah. And then you put in your email address and they have a little note on there, like putting your email address gives consent for us to send you a follow-up feedback form. And it came through instantly. I was really surprised when I checked my emails last night. I'm like, oh, here's my feedback form. Now, to be fair, (laughs) I haven't filled it out yet. (laughs) And... To be honest, sometimes I get busy and I don't fill out these feedback forms. However, I think this is something that is really important to have in your business, making sure you're getting regular feedback from your clients, checking in with them, collecting testimonials, because those are like gold for your website, for your social channels and, you know, advertising your services further. But it's also great to just genuinely get some feedback from people. And that is how you improve your customer service for the next time. Or that is how you learn what you're doing really well and realizing, oh, my client actually really relates to this or really likes this or really enjoyed this part of the process. I have to make sure I don't drop that next time. Like clearly it's something that they like. I often think this is a step that so many people miss, Um, especially I've found like, I think I need to do this more for the Dishing Up Digital School. I definitely send out, I've sent out two surveys before to get feedback from clients, uh, from students, I should say. But it's something that I definitely feel like I could do better with my social media management clients as well. And I think that was just a good reminder from this experience. Like, yes, this is why they have good customer experience because they have paid attention to feedback in the past. Like I think that's what would have helped them create this really good package, this really good price and deliver really good, you know, personalization and, you know, a really nice experience for Erin and I was because they probably have utilized feedback from previous occasions. So that is going to be it for today's episode. Just a super quick one with four key tips and just a little chat about my experience. And I encourage you guys to start thinking like a business owner when you go to the spa, when you go to your next restaurant, learn from what these other businesses are doing, even if they're in a completely different niche or industry to you and learn what you love as a customer and think about how you can apply that to your business. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure you're subscribed and I'll catch you in the next one.